Welcome everyone to another episode of Tea Time with Tommy, AW Hot Take. Tommy Lee here with Norbs Cabrera. Norbs, how's everything going today? Pretty good. It's been a wild uh, week on AW, so it's, yeah, it's really good. It's very wild. So uh, yeah, let's let's get started on it right now. Uh, it's been a while we got AEW, uh, as Norb said, uh, guys. So uh, we'll go with uh, the first topic, which was a really interesting one. Uh, one of my favorite uh, parts of last Wednesday's AEW Dynamite. We had John Moxley and Brian Danielson partnership. So we'll, oh, with a question mark, of course. So what do you think, Norb? Do you think there'll be a partnership between those two legends? Uh, you know what? I, I really don't trust Brian Danielson because he's he's uh, he's a man that uh, you know um, just like Triple H in WWE. He's a cerebral assassin, and he's got into people's minds uh, before. And uh, you know he's he's got into uh, Adam Page Hangman Adam Page's mind uh, while he was uh, challenging him for the AEW Championship. And you know Brian Danielson is is that kind of guy. Uh, is no stranger to playing mind games, and I think this is uh, one of those things that that he does best. Um, you know, uh, on top of his uh, in ring ability, uh, his technical um, prowess in the ring, um, like playing mind games with John Moxley of all people. I just don't understand that because John Moxley, you know, uh, with with his history. Uh, with the kind of style, with the kind of person that he is, like he can pick up anything and everything uh, when it comes to you know these these wrestlers playing mind games. Like he he can really uh, strategically play uh, play those mind games and like really thwart them. So I I think that this you know future partnership is gonna go um, a little longer. I think, um, but Brian Danielson. It's just another uh, day at the office where I'm playing mind games with people, you know. Uh, and John Moxley is uh, slowly picking that up. Uh, he's really thinking about it thoroughly. Uh, what uh, and we don't know what to expect uh, with these two. Yeah, uh, I. But you know, it's interesting, Norbs, is that I don't think they are playing mind games with. Uh, I don't think they, um, Brian Danielson is playing mind games with John Moxley. I think he's actually serious. I think he believes in uh, the coalition between him and Mox that they can develop a great uh, new um, clique in AEW, a new group, as you can say. So I think I think it looked like he was playing mind games, but I don't really think it's was he like why was he got to lose right, uh, Brian Danielson? Why would he offer his hand for what? Like he and I, he doesn't want to fight him. So what you know, he's probably. I kind of thought, okay, maybe he is playing mind games, but then I'm like. Wait a minute! If he's like, extending John Moxley, who's not a any champion right now in AEW, you know what's uh, Brian Daniels really got really uh, you know got to lose? You know, I think he is. That's why I think he is serious in extending his hand. And uh, of course, uh, Mox was very very confused as to why this is all happening. But Moxley didn't shut down either. He kind of looked like, hmm, you know what? Maybe fifty percent he thought it was insane, but he was also thinking. Maybe maybe uh, this is a good idea after all. So very intriguing plot in AEW, one of the most intriguing plots now, guys. So yeah, remains to be seen if that happens. Maybe we'll hear a word next Wednesday in a dynamite uh, if Mox accepts Daniel Bryan's uh, Bryan's partnership. So yeah, uh, before we go on, like please comment below, guys. Uh, if, you, if you think 
that the partnership between John Moxley and Daniel Bryan Bryanson is happening. All right, so uh, topic number two, of course, everyone's buzzing about it. Uh, is CM Punk versus um, MJF a classic match? North, what'd you think of that? Absolute barn burner. Uh, probably uh, one of the best matches of the year so far in AEW. I mean, this is what they do best, right? They they really deliver. Well, you know what? Like, let me just uh, be honest here. Uh, the difference between those guys in Stanford, Connecticut, how they run the show, and AEW, how they run the show in, in Jacksonville, Florida, is fairly, fairly different. The way they're uh, developing those characters and the way they're telling their stories is through the matches. And this is just one prime example, MJF and CM Punk. I mean, after weeks of, like, you know, uh, War of Words, doing promos, I mean, they, they just laid it on the ring. And it was an, an absolute bar burner. A bar burner. Barn burner. Barn uh, burner. Yes. yes. Yeah, I, I, I love that word. Uh, <laughs> I, I use it a lot. Absolute, and uh, yeah, it's it, it was an absolute classic. Uh, it was a back and forth affair. Um, you know, MJF uh, exchanging blows with CM Punk all over the ring, all over the stands, uh, and CM Punk, uh, you know, uh, his offense is absolutely amazing too. Uh, th- these two just like really exchange exchange their their styles uh, to each other. Um, I mean. It, it was uh, M- it was MJF like you know with his uh, underhanded tactics and uh, really cunning abilities uh, really got into CM Punk. I mean earlier early, early uh, I mean in the middle of the match, uh, MJF used the, his uh, uh, athletic tape to uh, choke uh, CM Punk off to a submission, and uh, the referee Bryce Bryce Remsburg uh, caught MJF, and that's why the match had to continue on. And then at the very end, you know, Wardlow's uh, interference in in the ring uh, really says a lot about MJF's ability to to be the the top heel that he is, uh, to to win matches by any means. And, I mean, like, yeah, CM Punk, um, you know, a gallant effort. I I think this this, um, whole contest is going to linger on, uh, possibly through Revolution, the next pay-per-view. But MJF, like uh, AEW, is really uh, putting this guy um, as the as one of the pillars of the company, and uh, it, uh, MJF with this character really says a lot about uh, his, his his ability, his delivery on the show, and and the kind of character he is. Uh, it's really amazing how how MJF have come about to this point. Yeah, and uh, you know, it's also. Uh... Well, once once again, my uh, esteemed uh, co-host here has taken up the whole thing again, so I can't add anything. Thanks, Norbs. Do this every time, man. You, you can elaborate. You can elaborate. Come on, buddy. Elaborate. Add on, buddy. Add on. Add on. Though. You just said the whole match. I can't say anything. I didn't say the whole match. Come on. <laughs> how, 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 did, how did MJF win the match at the very end? You, 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 know, uh, you explained that. <laughs> oh, oh! I thought you already explained that. Did you explain it? How you want it? Uh, no, no. Okay, <laughs> all right, all right. So I will uh, give you credit there, uh, my esteemed colleague Norris, to left that at the end. But here's the thing. Okay, before before I uh, mentioned the, that was a good point, Norris. Before I mentioned about the 
the last uh, ending of uh, part there. It's interesting how Warlow came out and was. Um, it looked like it looked like maybe he might turn on MJF. Like I, I like I don't know if anyone thought of that. I don't know if you thought of that, Norris, but it looked like Warlow would turn on him because he just doesn't. He hasn't been looking happy being uh, MJF's little uh, underling lately, right? So maybe this was the time, and then he had to face off with CM Punk, and you know, and then he moved away and let CM Punk do whatever he wanted with MJF. Looked a little bit suspicious, right? But of course, you know, this is what Norbs was talking about, guys. At the end, um, you know, MJF got the ring passed off toward Low, and uh, MJF used the ring and knocked out CM Punk with it, and won the match. So, uh, very, very underhanded trick, of course, by. MJF and Wardlow, but uh, a great win though, nonetheless. Like Norms is saying, guys, a great win by um, uh, MJF. One of the best uh, victories of his career for sure. Probably the most, the biggest of his career in Chicago, hometown of CM Punk as well. So regardless how he won, great victory. But yeah, it remains to be seen what's going on with MJF and uh, Wardlow, guys. So let's keep an eye on that. All right. We're going to go on to topic number three, of course. That is the inner circle having a family meeting next Wednesday. Uh, yeah, Norris, please explain to the viewers what's going on with that. Uh, for the last few weeks, uh, Chris Jericho, uh, Santana, and Ortiz have been um, having so much uh, uh, issues. Choose arguments, quarrels, uh, whatnot, whatever a family does uh, typically now uh, nowadays. Um, and this is, uh, you know, um, I really can't explain it. I, uh, Santana Ortiz have been part of the inner circle since the beginning. They be they began AW Dynamite. They began the whole company. They they're practically the first faction, major faction of the company. And um, it it would it, it would absolutely uh, suck if um, they ever never break up and i i hope to this point that you know with uh, uh i mean eddie kingston is, is also getting in the way of this um because santana and ortiz have been friends with eddie kingston for many many years and chris jericho is just taking exception to that uh so next week the inner circle is going to have a family meeting and it's uh, kind of like D-Day for them. Like, are they going to stay together? Are they going to continue on as a, as a band? Uh, I, I really don't know. Uh, it's uh, it, it, it's kind of disheartening Like what, what, what would happen after that. So, yeah, I mean, I mean, yeah, like you said, Norbs, uh, basically, I think, uh, honestly, it was interesting the last time they were in the ring. Uh, I guess it was a six-man tag team uh, with Ortiz, Santana, and Jericho. Danny Garcia and the, his teammates as well. And it looked like uh, they wouldn't tag um, Jericho in. Now, was that coincidence or was it real? Like, you know, they were just upset with Jericho that he made them, uh, you know, wrestle that night. Who knows what's happening behind the scenes in the inner circle. But I think we'll, it will shine a light on what's going to happen in next uh, Wednesday's family meeting. I hope, Norbs and everyone, that they don't end their uh, inner circle. It's one of the best groups that were ever formed. They were the one. They were the first group, one of the first groups in AEW when AEW started. So hopefully it won't end, but will it end? So once again, guys, comment below. You think it's going to end the rivalry between? Uh, I mean, the the inner circle. Do you think it's going to finally come to an end now? Will they disperse? Remains to be seen. But uh, yeah, I mean, I mean, uh, when they said family meeting, I was, I was thinking, were they going to have like a Thanksgiving dinner there, Norbs? 
<laughs> uh, possibly <laughs> not. Possibly not. Yeah. This is. I don't, if, I don't know. If, I just, if, if these I'm guys sorry. Have that's a family meeting. It has to be a steak dinner, not 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 a Thanksgiving right. dinner. Oh, good point. So so so. <laughs> You know, like I could imagine me, you, and Paula having, uh, you know, a, a a steak dinner. I thought of that. You know, maybe we can have like a little tea time family meeting or dinner, and then maybe we can have like a steak dinner ourselves or like a Thanksgiving turkey dinner. Hot, tea time at high noon. Yeah, I've I've no problem with that. You know, we we can always uh, have some tea and scones uh, in front of us. What did you mean by that? What are you implying with that? Or tea and scones? <laughs> I love to have scones with hey, tea all the with, time. Nothing, nothing wrong, nothing wrong with scones. You know, like Starbucks love to serve those uh, teas and uh, espressos and their and their scones and their cake pops. So if we're gonna have anything like that, uh, definitely we're gonna order some Starbucks. And hey, are you promoting Starbucks now? All of a sudden, what are you doing? <laughs> They have to sponsor hey, I, us I, first I promoted, before we promote I promoted Starbucks. Coke before, so there's, I, 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 I'm, a, I'm no stranger to uh, free advertisement here. We can't, we I mean, can't be look, promoting. Look at, look at my, look, yeah, I mean, we can't be promoting <laughs> other companies that don't sponsor us, Norbs. Come on now. What are you doing? <laughs> hey, we're, we need sponsors, right? Come on. <laughs> Get with the program. Yeah, Star, Starbucks, definitely. Uh, hey, if you're watching Starbucks, I buy Starbucks coffee, so, but. Yes, we will. We should definitely have our own tea time uh, dinner, of course, on Norbs's credit card once or Paula's credit card once again. So uh, that's what's oh, gonna happen. Oh, that's Tom. what's gonna happen. Or my brother's credit card. Or my brother's credit card. <laughs> our <laughs> final topic of the day, guys. Here we go. So uh, next Wednesday, the Texas Death Match: Lance Archer versus Hangman Adam Page. For the TNT Championship title, wow! There was a little skirmish that happened the last time between those two. Uh, last Wednesday's Dynamite, Norbs. What do you think? Are you excited? I am uh, looking forward to this match actually, because uh, Lance Archer is the Murder Hawk, and Hangman Adam Page is a pure brawler. Uh, like he he knows his way around the ring, and uh, he's facing Lance Archer for uh, Texas Death Match. Uh, for for all uh, all our viewers that don't know what a Texas Death Match is, it's a very very barbaric match. Uh, it's worse than a no holds barred match. More violent than a lights out match. I I, I wish this was a lights out Texas Death Match. You, you know, like mm. uh, just, yeah, yeah, just good point. Mix all the uh, mix all the uh, you know the the pleasantries uh, all in one. <laughs> but uh, yes. Uh, Lance Archer, uh, Hangman Adam Page, uh, you know, have been duking it out the last uh, few weeks on Dynamite. Uh, ever since Lance Archer returned uh, in uh, in the ring after an injury, um, I mean, Jake the Snake Roberts, like you know, God bless this man. Uh, you know, he's he's uh, really uh, feeding a lot more of that um, that uh, you know mind games and a lot of uh, all those uh, you know. Uh, words of uh, words of wisdom to Lance Archer to get into Hangman Adam Page's head, and uh, yeah, it's gonna come come to a head uh, when they face each other in Texas in a Texas Death Match. It's a pretty barbaric one, folks. Uh, I've I've seen some de uh, Texas Death Matches, especially in Japan. Uh, you know, uh, not not like you know in live in person in Japan, but the. And in YouTube and uh, another another clips out there, 
um, yeah, for uh, those of you who, have, who do not know what a Texas death match is, I believe, if I remember correctly, uh, you pin your opponent, and then after, uh, if the opponent does not answer the 10 count, uh, then they lose the match. So that is what a Texas death match is all about. Let's see if the, <laughs> let's see if the, the rules, uh, if they haven't changed the rules. Uh, but uh, yeah, it's going to definitely be a burn burner there. Yeah, I mean, I, what, what you just said, Norris, I think I, I can't wait to see it. Two great combatants, Hangman Adam Page and Lance Archer, two guys that just want to fight. Talk is cheap, right? So this is going to be one, uh, a great match. Uh, could be the one of the best matches AW history wait to be seen. Could it top uh, CM Punk and MJF from uh, the last one? We'll see, but it looks like it's going to definitely come to a head. A collision course between Lance Archer and uh, Hangman Adam Page. And it was good to see our old friend Jake the Snake Roberts there uh, with Dan Lambert. You know, uh, of course, Jake the Snake Roberts was on our podcast a while back, so it was good to see him there as well. But yeah, it's uh, it's going to be something. Like I cannot wait. So yes, good, good, uh, good analysis, Norbs. And uh, before we go, I think uh, next next week well, we, when we do this, uh, you know, uh, with Paula, uh, you gotta you gotta have some coffee, man. You got you gotta wake up, man. You don't you don't seem awake right now. So uh, I have my coffee. <laughs> Although I did oversleep a little bit, but I have my coffee. I I was ready to go. You know, I, I don't know about you, Tom. Oh, I got mine, and I'm gonna drink some more Starbucks after today. <laughs> Uh, so, uh, yeah. So at your brother's, your brother's expense. At my brother's expense, his credit card, yes. But, uh, yes, uh, guys, thank you again for joining Norbs and I. AW Hot Take on Tea Time with Tommy. Stay tuned for more great more great episodes of Tea Time with Tommy. Norbs Cabrera and Tommy Lee signing out. Hey, everyone, it's Brittany from Tea Time with Tommy, and don't forget to catch Tea Time with Tommy and click the subscribe button on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and Spotify. And if you don't click the subscribe button, Tommy will be a very, very, very cranky old man. So let's not have that. So make sure you click the like and subscribe button. 